A wise woman had a precious, extremely valuable stone. The next day she met a traveler who was hungry, and the wise woman opened her bag to share her food. The hungry traveler saw the precious stone and asked the woman to give it to him. She did so without hesitation. The traveler left rejoicing in his good fortune because he knew the stone was worth enough to give him security for the rest of his life. But a few days later, he came back to return the stone to the wise woman. I've been thinking, he said, I, I, I know how valuable this stone is, but I want to give it back to you in the hope that you will give me something even more valuable. And what is it you want, the wise woman asked. The traveler replied, I want whatever you have inside you that enables you to give away this stone. This morning, we're going to look at, and more importantly, we are going to experience secrets three and four of Wayne Dyer's Ten Secrets for Success and Inner Peace. And over this month, we will address all ten secrets. So stand by, keep your notepads handy, and be ready to go. So again, the traveler said, I want whatever you have within you that enabled you to give away this stone. So this morning we're going to take a look at what do you have within you to give away and how do you get what you want within you so that you can give it away. I'm, I'm actually not going to speak as long as usual this morning because we have something important to do together today, something that will do two things, solidify these two secrets by experiencing them and send some healing, revealing energy to our world, and at the same time, learn something else new. This is just a, a morning of discovery. First, we're going to look at these two ideas. One, what do you have within you to give away? That sounds very good until you put that inside you. What do you have within you to give away? And how do you connect with what is already there so you can give it away? Dr. Wayne Dyer's third secret is entitled, You Can't Give Away What You Don't Have. Pretty self-evident, wouldn't you say? You can't give away what you don't have. The wise woman in our opening story had a precious stone to give away. Yes, she couldn't have given it away unless she had it. But she had something much, much more valuable, much, much more precious. And the hungry traveler recognized it. She had something in her that allowed her to give that stone away. I don't know about you, but I think that's pretty powerful. What did she have? Hmm? Love, kindness, deep caring for her fellow traveler, certainty or faith or trust that she was taken care of, generosity, reliance on God for all her needs, 
unattachment, self-confidence, self-worth. I wonder how many of us could have done that. Oh, you don't have to answer that. It's a rhetorical question, but think about it. And at the end of our service today, we will approach it again. The only things we can give away are what we already have. And the only things we do give away are what we already have. Let's look at that another way. A great example is Wayne Dyer's book, Think About Squeezing an Orange. When you squeeze an orange, what do you get? Orange juice. And this is true regardless of who does the squeezing, what time of day the squeezing is performed, what instrument is used to do the squeezing, what circumstances surround the squeezing, whether the squeezing is done with an attitude of love and peace or anger and frustration. What comes out is what's inside. The same logic applies to you. When someone squeezes you, in some way puts pressure on you, or says something unflattering or critical, what comes out? Well, my friends, if anger, frustration, bitterness, resentment, tension, depression, etc., 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 come out, then that is what's inside. When life squeezes you financially, for example, we've heard that lately, if fear and feelings of panic and anxiety come out, then that's what is inside. And then a cycle is set up. The more we give that out, the more we get it back. And the more we get it back, the more we take it in. And the more we take it in, the more we give it out. I believe that this is a perfect example of what is known as a vicious cycle. Everything we put out into the universe, we attract back to us in the same form. Whatever energy we are putting out, we attract back to us. It is as simple as that. If you find yourself attracting people and situations that don't serve you, what energy are you giving out? The same energy. Dr. Dyer and many, many others suggest that there are low-energy thoughts and feelings and beliefs like anger, fear, revenge, retribution, shame, guilt, and there are high-energy thoughts, feelings, beliefs, like love, harmony, peace, kindness. The kind our wise woman had. I, I don't think it takes a, a rocket scientist to figure out what we would all like to be living from a high energy place right now. Am I right? I think we'd all love that. And what can you do to get there? Really, that question isn't correct. More correct is what can you do to connect with what is already there? Try that on again. What you can do is connect with what is already there. Well, 
How do you connect with what is already there so you can give it away? There's a good question for you. It's my belief that one answer lies in Dr. Dyer's fourth secret. By embracing the silence. So what's the big deal about the silence? We're told in Psalm 46, be still and know that I am God. Be still. And in the silence, in the quietness of your being, connect with God. Human beings appear to be in duality. Up exists in relationship to down. Light exists in relation to darkness. Right exists because of wrong. You've never seen a person with a front who didn't have a back. And inside, without an outside, our physical world is a world of dichotomies and combinations of opposites, always divisible. The silence, however, is the one experience you can have that's invisible. You cut silence in half, and all you get is more silence. And there's only one silence. Therefore, silence is your one way to experience the oneness and the indivisibility of God. This is how you know God rather than having to settle for knowing about God. You may remember a few minutes ago when Reverend Gina talked about the attitudes of people. Are you there to learn about Jesus or are you to learn the way of Jesus? Now I can speak to you of peace and of harmony and in the presence of God and the silence, but you can't come to know God through my words. You can only do that in the stillness of your own being. That is what Ernest Holmes meant when he said in his treatise entitled What We Believe, we believe in the direct revelation of truth through the intuitive and spiritual nature of the individual and that any person who lives in close contact with the indwelling God may become a revealer of truth. That's you. As you learn to know God, you become a revealer of truth. Not of opinion, not of the ideas of some group here or some group there, but a truth, an infinite truth of our being, an infinite truth of our love. And it is in the stillness of your own being that you will find your inventory of high energy vibrations building and growing. And as we build and grow this higher vibration, we elevate the vibration of this entire planet. I have told of this scientific experiment before, but I think it really bears repeating here. Several thousand people gathered for the purpose of meditating in a group setting. Each person in the meditation group had their serotonin levels measured prior to the long meditation session. Serotonin is a neurotransmitter in the brain. Its presence in higher amounts indicates a level of calmness. The higher the serotonin level 
the more at peace you are. After several hours of intense group meditation, the serotonin was measured again, and there was a significant increase in serotonin levels in virtually all the participants. As we predicted, the participants in this long group session of meditation were more peaceful and calm as measured by their increased serotonin levels. The second part of this experiment is even more astonishing. It involved measuring the serotonin levels of people in the immediate vicinity of the large meditation group who were not doing meditation. Their serotonin levels were measured both before the meditation and immediately after it. And the serotonin levels in the people who were in the immediate neighborhood of the group meditation were also significantly increased. Well, the implications of this kind of scientific research are astounding to contemplate. Just imagine when you meditate regularly, you not only raise your energetic level, your energetic vibration, you raise the vibration of everyone in your physical environment, everyone near you. As you practice filling yourself with God's stuff, with the divine energy, you'll naturally accumulate more and more of what it is you want to give away. And the more of the God stuff you have to give away, the more of it you give away, and the more of it you attract back into your own life, that is called a glorious cycle. As I was reading this and preparing it for this morning, I was remembering a number of years ago when I was an addicted fan to something called Tai Chi Chuan. It means supreme ultimate fist. It's a Chinese way of teaching people meditation and art and peace. And I always thought it was so wonderful because one of the things my instructor, my Sifu, said was, what you need to do is learn to song. Well, I saw things the other day, I said, well, that just means to relax. No. Sung means you let everything go. You could tell, in fact, I remember in one, one of our classes, one of the young people I had brought into this, into the, the class, well, we were all young at that time, would stand in the class Do I look relaxed? I walked up to him one day when he was doing his practice and I just put my hands on his shoulders and I said, Tsung. And he said, thank you. That's really all it takes once we put our minds to it. Tsung. Let it go. Relax. Be that alone will work miracles in your life. That's something we can learn and do gently and regularly. Ernest Holmes once said, one person with God is a totality, is a completeness. One opinion consistent with truth is not a positive statement, but an absolute fact. One announcement from the mind that knows will set the world on fire. 
Our time should be devoted to knowing the truth that sets men free from the problem of ignorance. Tum. That truth which alone can bring enlightenment to the world, that war should cease, that people should live together in harmony because they have recognized the divinity within each other. And so this morning, I'm going to cut things short here, and we're going to spend some time in the silence, filling ourselves with and then giving away high-energy thoughts and feelings. God stuff. And as we do this periodically, as we're going along, you'll probably hear me again say, Tsung. Tsung. Let it go. So if you would, sit comfortably, close your eyes, relax, forget about anything outside of yourself being more important than what's inside of yourself. Let yourself be still. Let yourself feel. Not just words, phrases, poems, but feel. Boom. Peace. Feel openness. Feel freedom. Feel love. And as we think of these words I've used so far, we find ourselves relaxing, letting go, letting light move, and we feel something so amazing. It is as if we are suddenly imbued with a new energy, a different energy, a full energy that lifts us up. And it is as if, as it lifts us, the world changes, becomes lighter and brighter, and we become lighter and brighter soon. Letting go, letting ourselves move through love. Letting us sense the love within each of us. Letting us bring forth love. Soon, letting us practice and being all that we were meant to be. We were, most of us, not meant to be screamers or spoiled children with one attitude that can't change. We were meant to practice soon, to be at peace. Feel with confidence that we are important. Soon. To feel with that same powerful, powerful presence that we are God, we are love, we are power, we are great peace and joy. And as we relax now, we allow that peace and joy to move from us out into the world 
so that we all may become more than we ever thought possible. Not through effort, not through fighting, not through arguing, but through practice. And as we experience this this morning, we learn to practice, to say soon, to let go, to love and be loved, and to acknowledge that sense in everything we do. Soon. And so it is. Amen. Thank you.